Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Ladies, when you have friends in for dinner, you want to serve the very best meal possible. Well, believe me, it's really no problem when you can build that dinner around Kroger Tender Ray Beef. It's world famous because no other beef so fresh can be so tender. Still, there is a very definite problem involved. We're sorry, but it's just impossible for us to supply you with that fine Kroger Tender Ray beef now. I'd like to say, sure, order all the juicy Kroger Tender Ray steaks and roasts you want. But I can't do it because there's a shortage of grain. You see, we use only the top quality grades of beef for Kroger Tender Ray. And beef like that, tender and juicy and delicious, is grain-fed. Nowadays, that good grain is desperately needed overseas to prevent famine in many lands. After we're victorious in the battle against starvation, then American farmers will again use grain for cattle feeding. Until then, until the day you can buy Kroger Tenderay beef once more, Kroger will always bring you the very best beef on the market whenever it's available. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for stopping in. And now, Hearts in Harmony. Steve Parker is on his way back to Rossville, cleared of all charges federal agents had against him. In jail for what seemed to be Parker's crimes are Jerry Manson and her husband, Richard Ashford. Federal agent Stuart Rogers comes to Penny's house to tell her the good news. Well, good morning, Professor Rogers. Come in. Thanks, Miss Gibbs. You got my message about yesterday afternoon? Yes, I did. Sorry I couldn't make it over here as I'd planned, but it took a little longer than I thought it would to get a confession from Jerry Manson. A confession? Yes, Miss Gibbs, and it's all in writing, too. That's what I wanted to tell you about. I thought you'd like to know Steve Parker's exoneration is as good as official. Oh, I, I can't tell you how glad I am. <laughs> uh, won't you come in and tell me about it? Why, yes, of course. You know, I really don't understand any of this. Well, it is a little complicated, Miss Gibbs, but I think I can straighten it out for you. I'm sure you can. Oh, come on, sit down here on the sofa. Uh, no, no, thanks. I'll be comfortable over here. <laughs> You're still the same shy Professor Stuart Rogers, aren't you? Even if you have been discovered as a federal agent. I just prefer chairs to sofas, Miss Gibbs. They're more comfortable. I'm sure you have a reason for your preference. You do have a reason for everything you do, don't you? We won't go into that. You want to hear about the confession, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, we knew all these facts before we made our arrests. And we had all the evidence we needed to convict both Jerry Manson and her husband. But a confession would have made the trial easier and shorter. So we set out to get one, and we did. Yeah, but um, what did they confess? That Steve Parker was not in any way responsible for the actions and business dealings of Parker Enterprises. 
I thought that... I think, in a way, Parker himself thought he was head of the company, with Ashforth simply the man who gave him the financial backing to get the business started. Mm -hmm. Now, Ashforth couldn't do illegal business through Parker. Parker wouldn't have stood for it. So Ashforth sent his wife to Parker. And Steve knew that Jerry was Mrs. Ashforth? No. No, not at first, only later, when he tried to fire her. Then, of course, it was too late. She had already conducted a score of illegal business affairs for Parker Enterprises in Steve Parker's name. And she threatened to expose him if he fired her. Well, then, that's why she was able to do all the nasty things she did and still keep her job, huh? Of course. Parker couldn't fire her no matter what she did. But she could fire him. You know, I attempted an arrest before your wedding to him to keep you from marrying him because I was sure he was guilty. Yes, I... Uh... I appreciate it, Professor. I can't tell you how much. Well, I hoped you would someday. I was going to tell you one of these days, but it might just as well be now. It was a horrible thing when it happened to have Steve run away without a word just one day before the wedding. I, I know that you could have waited until after we were married to arrest him, but I'm glad you didn't. What you did do made me very unhappy at the time, but... Today, I realize it kept me from making a terrible mistake. Do I understand that to mean... I don't care to explain just now, Professor. I hope you forgive me. I don't intend to be rude about it, but... I... I know exactly what you mean, I think. I'm glad I didn't know about this or suspect this sooner, though. I might not have stumbled across the evidence that cleared your friend Parker. What do you mean? I mean, Miss Gibbs, that... It was because what I had done to make you so unhappy made me look further into the evidence against Parker and find the clue that led to Jerry Manson and then to her husband, Richard Ashford. You mean because of me? Because of you, Miss Gibbs, and because I'm not a policeman at heart. I'm a school teacher. Yeah, but you or, or one of the other agents would have found out about Jerry and her husband sooner or later, wouldn't you? Yes, of course, Miss Gibbs, but... The evidence against Parker was so overwhelming it would have been months before the proof against Manson and her husband was uncovered. I found it only because I went looking for some way to repay you for the wrong I'd done you, or thought I'd done. It was just luck that I found it, too. All because of me, huh? Well, I sort of hate to admit it, but yes, you were the reason I looked... Therefore, the reason I found it, therefore, the reason Steve Parker is coming to Rossville today, virtually a free man. You mean he's not completely free yet? No, Miss Gibbs, not quite yet. Well, uh, how soon will it be before I... Before you can see him? Oh, tomorrow at the latest? Oh. You seem disappointed. And not in the fact that you can't see him today, but that you will be able to tomorrow. Professor Rogers, in many ways, you're a most unpleasant person. You know much too much. Hello there, Parker. Huh? Uh, who are you? Stuart Rogers, federal agent. My badge. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thought I was rid of you boys. No, not quite. You're under arrest, Parker. Under arrest? But I thought... Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have put it so bluntly. It's just a formality, then you'll be free. Oh. Whew. 
Don't ever do that to me again. I hope I never have to. Well, you want to come this way? There's a car waiting. Oh, sure. Have a nice trip? Not bad. See, I've seen you somewhere before, haven't I? Yes, Miss Gibbs introduced me to you several weeks ago. Penny introduced me? Uh, as Professor Stuart Rogers, Mr. Parker. No oh. one knew then that I was also a federal agent. Well, I'll be <laughs> turned over to the cops by my own fiancé. Well, not exactly. We were after you long before I got a chance to meet you. Well, how does it feel to be out of hiding? Great. How does it feel to find the man you're looking for? Great. Well, at least we're both feeling great, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're a good sport, Parker. You're a good cop, Rogers. Uh, was a cop, Parker. I'm through as a federal agent as soon as your friends the Ash Force are convicted. Huh? Turning in my badge. Why? Oh, sleuthing's not for me. And being sleuthed is not for me. <laughs> you have no idea how close I came to giving myself up several times. Well, I'm glad you didn't, Parker. We might have relaxed when we nabbed you and not found out about Jerry and Richard Ashforth for six months or a year. Mm-hmm. What are your plans? Well, I suppose I should do the same thing you're doing. Quit my job, too. But I think I'll take whatever's left of Parker Enterprises and what I can do to build it into a good outfit. A lot of money in it, you know. Yes, I know a lot of money went through it in the wrong direction. And don't think I wasn't surprised when I found out about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd had nerve enough to come to you fellows about it. Well, when did you find out? Two months ago. Well, we knew about it three months ago. You did? Uh -huh. Well, I'm... <laughs> I could have saved myself all this trouble and have been married to Penny Gibbs all this time. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, see, uh, Penny wasn't at the airport. Uh, against the rules for a fellow under arrest? Uh-huh. Uh, I thought as much when I saw that badge of yours. You're, uh, not sore, are you? At you? Uh-huh. No. Why should I be? You're just doing your job. And I'm not sore because you chased me out of Rossville, either. You were doing your job then, too. <laughs> you sore at me for running? No, not at all. I don't blame you. In a spot like yours, I'd have run, too. Well, see, we're sort of on the same side now, aren't we? Seems as if we are. Shake? Shake. Oh, what a homecoming. I make friends with the cop who's been chasing me, and pretty soon I'll see Penny. You were so still lying there on the sofa. I was frightened. I'm sorry I didn't hear you come in. I tiptoed. I thought you were asleep. No, I was just resting my eyes. What time is it? Five o'clock. That should be home soon. Five o'clock? What, didn't you go to the doctor's? Oh, yes, I've gone and come back already. You must have been asleep oh. if you did not hear me open the door. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, that's probably Pat now. He forgot his keys, well, I You suppose. stay here, Penny. I'll open the door. All right. You... Oh, well, Professor Rogers. Hello, Mrs. Gibbs. Uh, Miss Gibbs in? Why, yes. Yes, come in. Mm -hmm. Penny, it's Professor Rogers. Well, Professor Rogers, has something happened? No, no, Miss Gibbs. Everything's all right. I just dropped in to tell you that. Parker is fine, looking oh, well. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, he isn't coming here today, is he? Uh, Penny, I thought you were anxious to see oh, him. Oh, I am, Suzanne, but not today. Well, you needn't worry, Miss Gibbs. He'll be in custody until sometime tomorrow, mm -hmm. but then I'm afraid... Professor, that... um, 
Would you do me a favor? If I can. I'm sure you can. Suzanne, would you get me a piece of paper and my fountain pen? Oh, yes, of course, Penny, right away. Now, what can I do for you, Miss Gibbs? I, uh, would like to write a note to Steve and tell him something before I see him. I'd like you to see that he gets it. Well, I think that can be done without much trouble. I'd certainly appreciate it, Professor. It'll be terribly important for him to see the note before he sees me. What is Penny going to write in that note? What does it have to do with her marrying or not marrying Steve? And how will Steve take the news if Penny tells him she will not marry him? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, now that we can supply you with all the fresh and tender Kroger tenderay beef you've been asking for, it's... Well, it's a problem preparing outstanding dinners, isn't it? But perhaps I can help. Let me make a suggestion. If you want a frank opinion on what to serve, just ask your family what they want. You'll get an honest answer, and mighty quickly, too. They'll say, get some of those good chickens they have down at the Kroger store. <laughs> sure, folks who know are bound to ask for our Kroger chickens. Young, plump, and tender, packed with that honest-to-goodness, country-tasting flavor. They know what's good, so why not give the family a real country-style chicken dinner? Make up your mind now to stop in at your Kroger store soon and see our firm-fleshed, luscious-looking birds. You'll know immediately that your dinner is bound to be a success with Kroger chicken. 